Thanks for dropping by on the Monday program. We've got plenty of softball highlights coming up your way. In fact, we could probably do an entire show easily with all of the highlights just alone of Georgina Cork, but there was some offense too in drips and drabs and then in the full-on faucet mode on Sunday of a three-game series sweep that has locked up basically third place for the softball team, the number three seed, which doesn't sound like anything great per se until you realize kind of the whole scope of things and also realize that the Bulls, essentially by beating Houston in those three games, have secured a spot in the NCAA tournament, as we'll get more into that. Today we hope to also be witnessing the men learning their NCAA tournament draw, a.k.a getting into the field. There actually is going to be a selections show gathering for yours truly and members of the media. We'll have a lot of audio for you tomorrow. Hopefully it's positive audio. We'll give you the realistic outlook. It's a good one in our second block. We'll also tell you what happened with baseball. Not a good weekend. Lost a tight one on Friday and then not close on Saturday and Sunday. Getting swept at home. First time they've ever been swept at home by Houston. They played them quite a few times as an old conference foe in Conference USA. And of course now in the American Bulls are just three games above 500 and hoping to get some healthy hitters back. We'll give you a little bit of that in our second segment and also tell you what track and field was up to this weekend. But we had plenty of action for you on our two channels. Definitely had both channels in action at the same time. That's why we have Bulls Unlimited 1 and 2 because of the weather over the weekend. It ended up being dueling broadcasts on both Saturday and Sunday. Hope you got to listen to some of myself and Jay Retcher, who got to be on the microphone for the bulk of the softball series. We started off with softball on Friday afternoon, having completed the baseball broadcast and figured that the game might not even start, but it did get going, and the Bulls got the bats going, even though Houston was helping out kicking the ball around with three errors in the first part of Game 1. Two errors that really opened the door for the Bulls to get the runs that they needed. Four all coming in the bottom of the third when I was on the call. After a ground out, Alexis Johns bunt single, she steals second. Then a ball hit right to the shortstop who kind of had her eye on Johns and booted it away. So Megan Sheehan is safe, runners are on the corners. Then Alana Rivera hits the ball to third. That basically the third baseman again had Johns out of the corner of her eye trying to hold her on third base. Right when she makes the throw to first, off goes Johns. And it was a bad throw. one nothing either way for the Bulls. Then Vivian Pond, very interesting, hits one that Paige Halsey, right fielder, makes a diving headfirst attempt, misses it, and it pops off of her glove. And none of us saw this at the time, apparently except for Houston's coach who argued that the ball actually went down and never hit the ground. Instead, unintentionally, Becca Schulte, their second baseman, it actually hit her foot, popped into the air, and Schulte caught the ball with a bare hand, so it could have been a wild, if there was replay, still one nothing game, but instead it was 2 nothing, and it goes down as an RBI single, and then here was the one really big hit of the day. Oh, that ball is lined, and that is going to get in for a base hit. It'll score one run. Here comes Pond trucking around third, and that's a solid hit right there, a two RBI double for Megan Piero, and it's 4 nothing. And with a 4 nothing cushion, you feel pretty... With 4 nothing cushion, you feel pretty good. There would be a lot of marks, conference and school, just in this game alone, which stretched into two days. And, of course, on the weekend, get hit. Here was the first by Corrick. Could be a team that could cause some problems, but not in this inning. As Georgina Corrick gets that changeup in the exact right spot, swung on a miss by Howie, and give her six Ks through four full innings. 
And yet another mark for Georgina Korik. That strikeout gave her 337 in the season. Already the most in a single season in school history. And she has many an inning yet to pitch. Phenomenal. And as we said on the air, that was going to be her last for a while. Why? Because the game was delayed by weather. We actually were hoping that the rain and lightning really was the issue would clear up at some point, but it went from let's maybe get the tarps off to no need and just resume action the next day, which probably benefited the Bulls as far as Cork being fresh and possibly pitching into game two, and turned out she pitched every single inning this weekend. Didn't want to say as we were in the middle of the fourth inning that she had a no-hitter going, but she did. Turned out she actually had a perfect game going, and Jay Retcher was on the call for the conclusion Sometimes you need that one big defensive play. It happened to come in the final frame. Here's as it unfolded on Bulls Unlimited 2. She gets her sign. Here's the one, two. Ground ball, short. Rivera, backhand, makes the play, gets her. What a play by Alana Rivera on the backhand, deep in the hole. And she fires an absolute strike to Epperson at first. It's two away. They're one out away from the perfecto. What a play by Alana Rivera. So it all comes down to the red shirt senior Aspen Howie from Austin, Texas. Grounded out to short in the first. She struck out swinging in the fourth. First pitch, all speed in there for a called strike on one. Cork looks locked in right now. She's got that look of determination on her face. Here's the 0-1. That's a rise ball taken high for a ball, one and one. That is a good pitch. You hear the fans, they are into this one. Everybody's on the edge of their seat. Here's the 1-1. One, one. All-speed pitch, foul back, and out of play, one and two. So one ball, two strikes, two outs. And you hear the dugout and the fans, people are Rising to their feet. Here's the one, two. Cut on a miss, strike three. A perfect game for Georgina Cork. Her eighth no-hitter of all time. Her second perfect game. And the Bulls celebrate on the field together. Everybody with hugs for Cork. What a moment. Oh, man, did we have some moments for you this weekend. Again, very glad that we decided after year one of Bulls Unlimited that we needed two channels, you know, for when. Remember, we didn't do a bunch of softball in year one. This is year five, and, well, we're never going to miss a moment, especially on a home game like that. And Georgina Corrick was not done because her pitch count on that actual day, Saturday, was still pretty low, and she would throw 97 pitches in the next game which included another 11 strikeout performance. Now, again, Houston started to improve as they got to her for two hits and a couple of walks. Actually, a walk in the first inning, but Josie Foreman throws out the attempted base stealer. Bulls had second and third on in the first inning on hits by Sheehan and Alana Rivera, who was unbelievable this weekend. It wasn't just the Georgina Corrick show. Her swings were great, but the Bulls were stranding some runners, and then in the top of the third, Houston actually had a pretty good chance at getting on the board. Here's the 0-2. That ball's hit. Nice play by Maldonado to get a glove on it. They're not going to be able to get 
Howie at first base, but I tell you what, that ball was smashed, an off-speed pitch. That got too much of the plate, 0-2. And, and if Des Maldonado doesn't get a glove on that, that is probably going to be an RBI single out to Sheehan and left. Des Maldonado saves the run there for the Bulls. Cork has not gotten out of dodge quite yet, though. Base is loaded now, two away here in the top of the third. You see Houston, a little bit of an adjustment here on the repertoire for Georgina. You notice on that pitch, it looked like she went to the rise ball on the first pitch. If they're going to be aggressive, you have to counteract that. It's a game of adjustments. Here's the 0-1. That ball's hit. Caught by Alana Rivera. Right off the end of the bat, Brown gets a good piece of it. But Rivera with a nice little leap to make the grab, and Georgina Cork wiggles out of dodge. So yeah, let's not make it sound like it was three easy victories. The Bulls basically got gifted their runs in the first game, even though they put the ball in play, and that was a big thing. And Houston really had a chance there to take the lead. But in the bottom of the third, the Bulls actually did, as John singled to start things off. Even though Megan Sheehan couldn't advance her, she was sitting at first base. I said Alana Rivera did some things. Yep, she was great. Sheehan at first, she'll stay there. And that was a ball hit deep to right field, and it's over her head. Sheehan touches second. She's on her way to third. She's going to round third. She will score. Rivera in at third. It's an RBI triple for Alana Rivera. Okay, no home run. We don't care. We'll take a triple. That's a one nothing lead for the Bulls. Rivera with a double to left. Now a triple to right. That girl is on fire right now. There was even in a bat in that game where she didn't get on, but she's just locked in. Jay did a great job on analysis in general and play-by-play. -play. As a matter of fact, let's take you to the next inning. The Bulls would actually add another run. Got to mention that first. As Josie Foreman, sack bunt, just barely scored the pinch runner, Alana Consolazio, underneath the tag attempt. And so the Bulls had the two-run cushion. And again, this is kind of an extended call at the top of the fourth inning. Not only did Jay do a great job, but it gives you an idea of what Georgina Korik was doing. So Schulte in. Here's the first pitch from Korik in there for a called strike 0-1. Korik has to be a little bit more comfortable with the two-run lead, but you know her. Her disposition does not change. Up two, down two, it don't matter. She's up there ready to attack. So you can see much better swings from Houston here in game two against Cork, and that's just natural. It's going to happen. The longer that you see a pitcher, just the better chances that you have to hit her. Just, again, proves how good Georgina is to still be pitching this well. Here's 2-2, two -two and that ball's hit to Daniel Cantu in right field on the baseball field. Nobody out here in the top of the fourth, the Bulls leading Houston. 2-0. Here's the pitch. Strike three. So a fastball on the outer half. I think that was the adjustment made from Josie Foreman behind the plate and Georgina Cork. You have to take all the information into account. What the umpire is calling for you, what the umpire is calling for the other team as well, and then make the adjustments from there. Nice job. One away. That'll bring up the DP, L.A. Matthews. First pitch, off speed, cut on a miss, strike one. That first pitch, off speed once again. Matthew struck out swinging in the second 288 hitter on the season. Here's the 0-1. Cut on a miss with the high heat. Strike two. So now as a hitter, you are in guess mode right now. First pitch, breaking ball inside. Cut on a miss. Fastball elevated slash rise ball elevated. Cut on a miss. Now what? Here's the 0-2. Cut on a miss. Strike three. The fastball up in the zone. Three pitches, three swings. Two 
Strikeouts away from 350. Holy smokes. That'll bring up the first baseman, Brittany Shaw. First pitch fastball in there for a called strike. 0 and 1. So just when it looked like there was a little bit of uh, issue, not to say issue with Georgina, but it looks like they were kind of picking up on what she was putting down. Two quick outs here in the fourth, and now a 1-1 count to Brittany Shaw. There's so many different ebbs and flows when it comes to these games. The pitchers and the teams that stay even kill are usually the best ones. Here's the 1-1. Fastball inside corner. Whoa. And Georgina wanted that one. She knows maybe a little bit inside, but she was lucky that Shaw was that it was inside. Here's the 2-1 breaking ball in there for a called strike 2-2. Two and two. And again, that last pitch, even though it was a ball, set up that off-speed pitch right there. Because now you're thinking, oh, wow, she's not going to be outside fastball, outside fastball. Oof. Here's the 2-2. Two, two. Just off the outside corner, 3-2. and two. And from our vantage point, we're so lucky to be where we are. You can see Shaw dancing at the plate. And her footwork is just not consistent right now. It's just hard because mixing speeds, mixing locations, Georgina is on point. Here's the 3-2. Cut on a miss, strike three. The off-speed pitch, the curveball for strikeout number seven, 349 on the season. Obviously, she would get to 350, and she would get another shutout. 2 nothing was the final score, so Houston was definitely doing a good job on its end with its pitching, but the Bulls' ace was just a little too much to handle. Senior day was celebrated after the game with Corrick along with Aaron Pepping, Desiree Maldonado, and Madison Epperson. Maldonado would have an actual blast on her last game on home turf as a senior, as would Georgina Corrick. We'll give you some of those highlights, including Corrick's final out as a bull. It was pretty appropriate and pretty well done by Jay Retcher in a 7-0 win on Sunday. Those highlights coming up when we return. Not many highlights from baseball, unfortunately, on the wrong end of a sweep against Houston, but we'll lay it all out for you, as well as track and field and tennis when we come back. This is Bulls Beat. 